Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Did I know? Hi guys! <laughs> Please, welcome back. It is the Foster's After Show on After Buzz TV. And as you can hear, we are so ready for this. We are. I think we're just really happy to be back. Yes? And we miss you guys. This was a good first show episode. Yeah, we're talking about season three, the premiere called The Wreckage. It is so good to see everybody. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. The gang's all here. Yeah. Hi guys, Jillian Leff. I tweet from at Jillian Leff. Hannah Pritchard and I tweet from at the Hotshot Dude. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. I tweet from at Stephanie Georgie. Oh, so clever. And as always, we want to hear from you. You can tweet at us using our Twitter handles in the hashtag ABTVFosters. You can also leave us a comment on YouTube and iTunes. Uh, we read all of them and we love hearing from you. So mm-hmm. this is the wreckage. The episode started and we got the car crash mm-hmm. where we left off season well, we two. Did. Um, we saw a bloody Jesus. Dude, it, looks it was so, a metaphor. It looked so cool though at the beginning, the way they did the whole slow mo and oh, everything. Yeah. Like it was very well done. I, I think really so. Dug it. I love that scene. <clears throat> yeah, I wrote that down. Yeah. And just it was so cool, like seeing the different like parts of the crash too. Right. And yeah. yeah, and Terry Polo nailed it. Like she you did. could watch her whole emotional mm-hmm. development like throughout that scene. It was really awesome. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? No, that's 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 what it was in the dream, and when we saw her getting all like scared, it was part of the sirens. Um, I don't know. Anyways, no, I love to move. I know. No, but I did love the part where she had a moment of relief when she saw Mariana, but she was still mm. crying, and then how Mariana pointed, and then it just destroyed her all over again, and just she had to leave her for like a second. Oh. I know, and I thought it was so interesting, too, that, um, like, throughout the episode, we find out that she kind of had, like, PTSD from this, like, accident. She I thinks her that. children are dead, in theory, driving up. Someone's dead, right. as we all were predicting last season. Um, and we didn't find out who died, or mm-hmm. if anybody. It could have been, like, a false alarm, but it's fine. And just, like, hearing about that effect, I was like, you're right, writers. Like, that would affect a Absolutely. mother. Yeah. I, I was happy about that, because remember what I said? I just want to see them cry more. I want to see them be more affected about each other, mm-hmm. which is silly to say, but I thought it was perfect when she walked up to Sherry and she she broke down. Wait, wait, sorry, going back, who do you want to see cry more? The family! Like, I just want to see them be vulnerable (laughs) for each other. If they go through enough, Stephanie... Yeah, but they don't show it. So I just needed to look more real for me. Okay. Now, where are the tears? My thing was when I when I watched it, I really haven't read anything over the hiatus as far as storyline. So this was completely fresh, spoiler free for me. How did you guys feel that they kept Jesus as a character? So glad about it. I would it would have been like a cheap shot if they killed him off. I hate when TV shows just kill people off when they don't want to be on it anymore. I'm like, give them a legit reason. Like, yes, people die and things like that. But I'm like, on TV shows when they constantly are killing people off and making more drama than there needs to be, it bothers me. So I felt like it was good that they just 
excused him out by sending him to school. I mean, I think it's nice that send him off to school because it doesn't like create like a roadblock of something we have to deal with as characters and story. Exactly, mm-hmm. like a, a death of that magnitude would. But they did announce like today, yesterday, that they're recasting Jesus. Right. So that's what I don't know how I feel about. Um, I think I was relieved that he didn't die, but at the same time, I think that they catered too much to it. At the end of the day, it's one of those things where I'm going to have to disagree with you. Oh, if he needed it. to. I mean, if, if he was going to be off the show, then be off the show, and that's it. Because to recast it, that bothers me. Do you remember when when Aunt Vivian got recasted on Fresh Prince oh, of Bel-Air? Fresh Prince, and yeah. then, you know, all the other people who did when you're just like, what? Yeah. It just feels weird. Let, hopefully they find someone comparable and, like, the, they do well, good casting. I, it's hard because, like, I feel like with the Frankie storyline, you know, obviously we never met Frankie, but they, they let that character go before it started. And maybe the situation with the actual actor, Jake T. Austin, was a little bit different then, where they thought maybe Jesus' storyline would continue, and they really didn't want to throw two deaths in the mix. Because right. it's kind of heavy for an audience, you right. know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, people 18 to 40 watch this, but there's also a ton of kids that watch it, and it's kind of a lot to handle. I mean, there's so be. much It'd drama happening that did did they really need to throw a death in because look at how Steph is handling you know almost losing her children yeah. imagine if he actually died right It'll be interesting, too, to see how they introduce him. Luckily, he's kind of at boarding school. He has time to grow up and mature, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, he can change a little bit in that sense. That's exactly what I was thinking. He'll come back a little larger and... You're different gonna see looking. That. <laughs> different looking. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that way, they don't have to cater so much to exactly what he looks yeah. like. But can't we just keep him there? Like, I mean, the show. Like, that's what I thought too. Granted, I love the show, and I hope it goes on for many more seasons. But it's not going to go on forever. In school, he has like four more years of. So I'm like, just keep like him just at phone school. calls only, yeah. and then send him to college. Yeah. Just, I don't even care. Just, I mean, but don't recast. Steph and Lena could recast. disappear for like, you know, a couple of days to go to his graduation yeah. and we don't see it. Exactly. That's true. Or, or I mean, if they, like, he doesn't want to be back on the show, I'm sure like one Skype episode he could handle. Okay. What you they know did what with I mean? Bianca Santos. That's what yeah. I, that's, that was, like, like, the that's what I was assuming was going to happen. Yeah. I wonder, too, if, like, maybe that was, like, the end goal. Because it's really interesting that they are not diverging from, like, the plan of, like, the family. Maybe sending him to boarding school was. But they're, they have an actor who doesn't want to be a part of it anymore, as it seems like. Um, and so instead of killing him off, they're like, we're going to recast you. Because we don't want to, like, mess it that much. Yeah. Change the energy of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, checking in with the Twitterverse. Lily says, oh, my God, I cried so much in the past five minutes. I'm glad they kept Jesus. It makes me happy. It would ruin the family. Yeah. So that's sort of the yeah. consensus that I'm getting. Yeah, thanks, Lily. yesterday I and today. Yeah. And I don't think this is going to be, like, a Game of Thrones thing. Where, the <laughs> like, the tall, blonde guy, di- uh, not dies, Gus recast. And it's, uh, I forget his a, actress like name. Like, a buff uh, brunette. Yeah, with uh, a beard. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Well, but didn't, like, everyone die in that show? Okay, but this yeah, is they recast. All die. Re- uh, recast. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, recast. <laughs> I didn't know they did Oh, that. they I'm did. Not with a brunette? Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. If Jesus comes back a blonde, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Actually, I would almost enjoy that more because it'd just be laughable. Like, if we're going to recast, just be ridiculous about it. And yet, he's a Latino character. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're all good. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah. Um, okay, so also we found out that Anna survived the car crash, as mm-hmm. well as the baby, and she is raising Isabella yes. on her own. Bella. Well, Anna, first Bella. of all, looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. She, she looks really good. 
But then for a second, I felt like she was fidgety. Well, and then I find out that it's something else. But I was like, oh my god, she's itching for she's itching for some goodness, some high event. Wait, 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 what was she fidgeting from? <laughs> no, I thought that she was like bothered. Like I just don't want to do this. And I was like, oh god, she wants to get high. She wants to get high. Oh. But a little bit later, with her reaction, you find out that it's she's just irritated because of something yeah. else. Well, can I? I was thinking because anytime anybody has a drug problem and we know a character on television and they get hurt sometimes it's an opportunity for them to relapse because they're taking pain medicine exactly so i wonder if that's going to play into things especially Mm -hmm. because she's pushing mariana away from taking care of isabella and kind of wanting to do it herself and maybe feeling like she needs to i don't know take something to make her feel a little bit better so she can take better care of her and then sort of just fall down. You know, the I really hole. don't think they're going that I, way. No, I don't think so either. either. I think that Mariana is just going through her teenage stage. You know, young women are a hot mess and go through really ridiculous roller coasters, but I, Anna's still a mom. This is her opportunity to be the to be the mother again, and she feels like a little bit that Mariana's taking that away from her, where it was already taken yeah. away from her from Steph and Lena, and it's just like, let me do this. I get that you're her sister, but I'm the mom, and I already missed my opportunity. Stop acting like you know how to do it, because at the end of the day, she's the adult. Right. Oh, but she's like a precocious child. She's trying to help out her mom. But she's but, but she also she was. Did you she see how rude she was a little bit? She was being overbearing. She's like, oh, you should lift the head a little. Don't, don't tell me how to take care of my baby. Right? Are you kidding me? I also... Well, see, I didn't pick up on that. I thought it was more of like, you're a kid, go live your life while you have it. Well, it did turn into that. I felt right, like but that was just for her to be nice. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you think there's more to it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as of now, it seems like Mariana's going to be ra- uh, not raising the child, but spending her summer with Anna. And do you think that's... If Anna, if Anna allows it. Yeah. You think that's going to be a change? I think Anna's going to be like, you need to let me experience this and let me do this. Agreed. Anna is it's not It's clashing too many fana. feelings. No, she's not a fan. <laughs> yeah. She is not a fan of Mariana. Oh, my Mariana. God. I tried to make it rhyme, but it didn't work. You good. Now I was like, hmm, wonder, wonder where she's going with this one. <laughs> I know, I liked it. It's fine. Um, very briefly, I think one of the most pivotal moments <laughs> of the show tonight was when um, Steph called Jesus holding her cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. As we know, I love scenes where Steph holds a cup of coffee. I know, right? She's like, yeah. Two hands. It's her thing. It's her thing. Okay, guys. Um, you know that we love hearing from you. And please keep sending us your tweets. We read all of them. And don't miss your chance because you can take a very important listener survey at podcast1.com. Your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. And it'll only take about three minutes of your time. What? That's nothing. You'll get, <laughs> you'll get the instant gratification that knowing you've helped us out. And you could tell us how you really feel about the show. Um, you can do that at podcast one.com that's podcast one o n e dot com and keep sending us your comments we love hearing about them um let's transfer now over to Johnner. does anyone want to talk about him well first of all what do you guys think we just want to show everyone our blue for jude yeah <laughs> blue for jude i did and actually i periscoped someone and they were like will you wear blue tomorrow for jude i'm like i will Aww. so this is my blue for him me too um well thanks for giving us a clue sorry you know i actually meant to do it but you guys look so good but and maybe green. You guys are green for connor Yes. That's what we'll say. We're, okay. That's it. Connor's That's what we're going to say. Done. We're green for mean, as in cat. She's so mean. I'm <laughs> mean, and we're big fans. We'll talk about her later. Yeah. Okay, but does anyone want to talk about Connor? Should we skip that subject? No. Or are you fu- okay. <laughs> I want to say that Connor was so sexy when he defended them. 
that was wonderful when the kid came was like so what you guys are gay for each other and he was like yeah and what and I was like oh dang God, give it to them he's really like manning up I was he telling is. him I was like he's looking like a man these days they're like, making that look so cool mm, <laughs> I'm like I want to be a young gay boy <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no I'm not kidding I believe in I yes I no, think we can make it happen I think you are a young gay boy I am. at heart I was <laughs> no but I just, it was really nice to see Connor just embrace all of it. And it was also nice to see Jude say, no, stop labeling me. Like, I'm yeah, over that, it. That's where it broke my heart. Mm-hmm. I, I like, am. And it, you know, I actually expected it to be the opposite. Just like my girl Taylor. She was like, I didn't think that Connor wanted to come out, but it was actually Jude. And I just, I, I get it. You know, this is the last thing that he wants. Finally, he's comfortable with sort of who he is, his his family life, mm-hmm. his school, and then he's going to be seen as the gay kid. Yeah. Yeah. And even though the kid that approached them, it wasn't, it was more curiosity than anything else. And right. I think Connor sort of just overcompensated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved Jude's emotions and their scenes specifically together this episode, I think were my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. It was so good. I, actually, me too. I loved his speech about not being labeled and I mm-hmm. thought it was less about like being like bullied as like the gay kid mm-hmm. and more about like, yes, I'm a man. I've attracted to a man. I'm not ready to label myself yet. And mm-hmm. I think this show was like so secretly subversive yeah. because yeah. Like, I think that's where culture's heading. I agree. Yes. It's beautiful. I think this entire story storyline with these characters is breaking so many grounds and bringing to head so many cultural issues on this show as like not being black or white or anything like that and being like labelless in who you are and I really really love that and also like to compare it to like another young show with like um, characters like this as in Glee for that it was like a big loud campy show and I felt like they were trying to break these boundaries like look we've got a gay person look we've got a trans person and this show is like we're telling a great story and we're having these characters and we're not shoving it down your and they're being real about it they're not making people feel uncomfortable and they're not doing it just for the sake to do it. Exactly. Right. They're doing it because that's what it is. Yeah, this is what happens. so genuine as these characters have grown up over now three seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a little cousin that's going into middle school and I'm really, I kind of want to talk to my aunt and uncle to tell them to have him watch the show because I feel like I don't know how to explain it but I want to show him how you can, how people are different and how you can just, you know, you can deal with it in that way and that there's ways to do it. So I really love that but I also love the, when Connor said, yeah, and so what? It, I feel like if more people weren't afraid of it, it would have been accepted so long ago. But because did you, the kid was trying to bully, but the second that he was so confident about it, he was like, oh, no, nothing's... Like, you couldn't say anything about it. Yeah. And it was, like, such a fantastic de- um, defense mechanism. And I loved that he just right away had to accept it. And more people will as soon as it's, you know, it's normal. What did you guys think about Taylor outing them because that's what everyone's talking about on Twitter right now. They're kind of like pissed that Taylor would even say anything. I she tried to help it just didn't work out. She's young. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She had the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. It was the best of intentions, the worst of executions. Right. Uh, <laughs> yes. I just um she I don't know, like I hated that part, um like what she did, but mm-hmm. like only because also I loved her the most. Right. I love Taylor. <laughs> No, but she went, she apologized right away and she was like, it was my fault. She's like, oh man, you know, we all do. Like when we try to help, that's why sometimes you have to stay out of people's businesses because it doesn't. But she doesn't know that yet. So it's fine. No, 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 but I'm saying that's why it was cool that she was like, no, 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 it was my fault. Had she like tried to be quiet about it, then we would have been like, Taylor, come on, girl. But she showed her personality again by just confronting them and saying like, "Uh, my bad. I thought it was the other way. I guess I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. And then Connor's ex being like, you should have like, 
you could have just told me. Yes. And, and I wasn't expecting that reaction, me especially either. with how she was acting in the first confrontation <laughs> that they had. <laughs> I was like, wife. oh, she is pissed. But I, I was surprised. I was honestly surprised mm-hmm. that she was so okay with it. Maybe it was something that she always knew to, but never wanted yeah. to tell anybody about. Mm-hmm. But also, like, they're middle school. They're yeah. still figuring it out. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just um just take it for Taylor because I she made a small mistake. It's fine. We mm-hmm. all do. I never have, but you know I see people making mistakes a lot. Um, <laughs> yes. just, just stick up for her. Um, thank you for not making like a commodity out of like Jude and Connor now that they're gay. Like, oh, I need a gay best friend. I've got two. Yeah, Let me right. put a leash on you and like paint your nails. Yes, I agree. She's like, you're gay. Cool. Let's be friends still. Exactly. Yes. Because, and that's the other thing though, I like that you mentioned the I need a gay best friend, like, oh my, drop it, because that's another reason why it makes things like, no, just. Like, yeah. like, that's, like of it. yeah, it's, it's annoying, and it's just like, no, let it be, like, cool, every, nothing should change, and they should just keep it the exact same way it was, because that's how they've been, with the exception of the, the label, and or knowing that part of them. And I also think that the Fosters does a great job of not stereotyping the two boys, because like, Glee, it was really, you know, outwardly flamboyant, Ooh, and yeah. this yeah. was the way that you saw characters until, Karovsky sort of, you know, he was a football player and he came out. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just really like how they're just two guys. And again, no labels need, need to be had. Because well, one just- is on crutches. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that damn foot. And I think it's really interesting with the show because I don't feel like they're trying to show how things actually are. Like, if you come out gay, you're going to get bullied in school. Instead, right. they show how things should be responded to. Or can to. be. Yes. Or can be, yeah. can And be, I yes. think that is the the best thing that they're doing on that the show, in like, across the board, in every yeah. situation. I'm Like Jillian said, I think that all of their scenes were my favorite tonight because it was just... I It was well executed, and look how it can be. Yeah. 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 That confrontation was perfect because guess what? It should have ended there and that's how it should end always. Yeah. And I, it was such a small line, but I loved what Connor said. Like his confidence came from, I told my dad, that's the hardest person ever. Like, right. He's like, now do I, I don't care. Yeah. He's, oh God, I love that. He's so young to have even thought that. Yeah. I know. I need more genre. I need, uh, <laughs> we all do. So <laughs> Since Bradley's not happening right now, I think I'm, I'm all, I'm gunning for genre for the next few episodes. Mm-hmm. So oh we'll yeah. Oh my God. Speaking Bradley, of that, I I can't talk about it. Well, I could talk about AJ though because he's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's cute. You already too. know. I mean, he's cute. He's cute. Yeah, okay, let's go around the circle. Is Callie, AJ, we don't have a ship name yet, are they the new ship of the season? KJ. KJ! Wow. Wow. Wouldn't that kind of work like right, that. but it'd be spelled like C A? J. J. Um, with the thing J. in the middle. Dash. Yeah. A dash. A dash. KJ. <laughs> Would that be like Kajay? I don't know though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph, you think they're the new couple of the season? I, I, yeah, absolutely. Because it's, yeah, why not? And I was why thinking not because she he got her fired, right? But but here's the thing though, she understood him right away. I like that he's he's tough. He's not. Uh, he's what what Callie needs. He's vulnerable. He's what Callie was in season one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and damn it, I'm wrong. I'm just thinking he's Which granted, like, part Julie of this is like, it. I have like she a did. prediction about it that like, I want to say right now, but I won't. Why but, not? No, do okay, it now. Can I say it right now? Yes. Okay, well, he, yes, he may have gotten her fired, but I have a feeling that since he took the spray paint, it's actually to make the symbol for his brother. It is, duh. Yeah. That's what I thought too. So what he's doing is actually really, really great. And then he's going to say <laughs> sorry and he's going to go to the place and he's going to be like, I apologize. I needed help and she found me help and I feel like he's going to make things he's better. He's a beautiful soul. I and believe then, it. Yeah. Me too, girl. KJ, yeah, yeah. all day. KJ, that never crossed day. my mind. 
Okay, <laughs> so let me say that. Um, okay, but wait, before we kill everybody in the audience, we need to stop talking over each other. <laughs> okay, sorry. Jillian, sorry, what do you sorry. got? So, he's obviously going to stay with the Fosters, because in the previews, she says, don't take advantage of my family, and they're in the house. So I don't know if that's a source of con, another source of conflict for her, since I don't know she falls in love with everyone that moves in. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to fall in love though, but like we'll, we'll see. Um, I think he's adorable and I like him, and I hope that he comes on our after show. <laughs> yeah, plug that because um, we would really like to talk to him. I think yeah. he's a really awesome addition. Yeah, I think so. me too because it wasn't. I didn't want it to be like a random love interest. I'm happy that it's just another foster kid. I'm happy that it's a boy foster yeah. kid because Jude was the only one that we had for that representation. Oh, yeah. yeah. And as far as anything on the Browley front, uh, I've been doing my reading this week and David Lambert, who plays Brandon, has come out and said, you know, Browley will be on this season. We won't be disappointed. And Bradley said the same exact thing in a few uh, articles this week. So I think we just need to hold tight. We need to, you know, strap in our ship and hang on. It's going to be a bumpy road. But I think we're in. What if AJ and Mariana start hooking up? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sleep with everyone? Oh, my God. Probably she's going through a phase right now. All right, Hannah, you're freaking out over there. What do you think? Well, that's because we brought up Bradley. And the minute we did, like, we all looked at each other like, Bradley's been mentioned. They're coming back. It was just funny to me. And I'm obviously really, really stoked, even though they're going to like hook up with a few different people before they get there. But that just means we're going to end on the note of Bradley coming together. So it sets it up for the following season for Endgame. You know what I'm saying? Hey, girl. Um, Holler at you. <laughs> Jeff, what are your feelings on AJ? Um, I'm actually a really big fan from the 10 minutes we saw. <laughs> yes. I think he's like nice and cool. And like he showed a really like vulnerable side. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, you know, as a man in this culture, it's unacceptable. But like, he still did it. Like, I'm very excited to see this character progress. Is this the first time that we've all been like fully game for like a, a new character? relationship, new character? Yeah. Well, I don't know about a relationship. Well, I'm saying like a character, I am game for him. Like, I enjoy this. I enjoy him. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was answering. I don't feel I have enough information yet to answer right. a relationship. Well, I want them to make out though. That's for certain. I you wanted them to make out the minute they walked in the room and he was like, keep the lights off. I'm like, yes, so you can suck face. <laughs> wow. Um, no, what I actually, you know what? I take back the KJ. I mean, maybe, but I think that because Bradley obviously is always forever going to happen. But I, what I liked was that because I saw, um, Callie being able to be like a social worker. You know, she's kind of coming into her own finally. So I think AJ's just going to bring out the help in her, like her trying to do more for society for foster kids. And she's just learning another lesson. You know, you just can't do those things. There's other ways to go about it. So, uh, Dustin Bradley. Hey, bud. How are you? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Dustin Bradley. Um, you're awesome. So he just tweeted at me. We were told that Callie's new love interest is Tony from Brandon's camp. What? What? <gasps> oh, I like Tony, though. Oh, yeah. Tony's yeah. cute. He was but, cute. No, but sh- he can't handle Kelly. No. Wait, wait. Someone's asking like how boy. I feel about Tony and Callie. How do you feel about Tony? How do you feel about Oh, Tony? my God. No. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Don't ask that. Don't ask that. Oh my god, I missed you guys so much. I missed you guys so much too. Wait, somebody asked me about (laughs) Dustin, if you could just tell us where you got your facts from. I'm just curious. Ain't gonna happen. Oh my god. Um, Callie, once again, had the best of intentions, and yet she takes him to this office where, she, as a volunteer, she's got the key. Mm-hmm. Like, homegirl, you're gonna get fired for this. Yes. Yeah. 
and I'm happy that she did because I want to see where this is going to go and it's one of those like I said it's a lesson that needs to be learned and he's like you know you should have thought about that before and he you can't get mad at him for it and yet I really want her to like get her job back so no so do I so do I I mean either that or maybe she's going to find another independent study through AJ by helping him individually or yeah. you know it can twist and turn to something else yeah. And yet, I love, like, the device of summer that we're using the show to, like, mm-hmm. extend the lives of the characters. Right. Because if you did, like, school year, school year, you're gone, everyone's graduated. Mm-hmm. So we do school year, and then a summer, and then, like, a winter break. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a very, like, genuine, inauthentic way of, like, continuing the family while they still live at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these actors are going to get older as this time, like, passes very slowly. Well, every time there's a season premiere, it's like, oh my god, look at Jude. <laughs> Even though the one, like, quick pass of time with the whole time lapse that we watched as they and was like playing the piano. I'm sorry, I can't can't get over that. When like TV shows and movies do that, they do a time lapse over like one minute while somebody's doing one activity. I'm like, y'all, come on now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, come it, on, took nah. them, it took them six hours to like play that one song. Is that what you're saying? Well, sorry. I know we're loving the Fosters right now, but I wanted to tell you guys about something really cool and exciting that's coming up. You can apply to Dance Battle America, ABC's newest competition special. From our AfterBuzz co-founder and e-host Marie Menounos and Julianne Huff, you know her from Dancing with the Stars, comes ABC's Dance Battle America. During the holiday season over the last two years, Julianne and Maria have engaged in some fierce dance battles via social media. I know you saw them on Twitter and Instagram. Once the challenge took off, celebrities like Kate Hudson and Amber Riley joined in on the dance battle craze, and it all began. Now the ladies are challenging everyone in America to battle it out for the chance to fly to Los Angeles and compete on the dance show. So here's the opportunity of a lifetime, right? If you want the chance to dance on network television, go to www.dancebattleamericacasting.com for more information on how to submit your video, and don't forget to post it on social media using the hashtag DanceBattleABC. I'm not saying I have the moves, but... I think we can put together a video. Oh, I say we all four put together a video. Team Fosters. Oh, I've got the moves like Jagger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we'll put that up on Twitter and Instagram later. It'll be okay. Cool, I can't wait. Know who else has some moves? Mariana. Oh! Yeah, we all saw those moves. She was climbing on top. She, ooh, she got it into her head this episode that she was going to lose her virginity. (sighs) When you're determined... As always, Mariana wants something done, and she makes it happen. Yeah. Okay, so this was a very big decision that, like, the writers made to, like, have her sleep with Wyatt. God, that's so sad to me. Why is that? Because it's, it's like, so typically how a lot of girls in America lose their virginity, like, regretfully and in stupid decisions, being vulnerable, wanting to prove a point to themselves, prove a point to someone else, and then with the wrong person, the most wrong person that you could have done it with. And and yet, Mariana as a character ended season two like on a pedestal. Right. She was brilliant. Yeah. She was the dance captain. She literally could do no wrong. She like reunited her mom and her grandparents. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like they knocked her off that pedestal. I don't know. It's maybe to make her more relatable. Um, I, I what think do you it's think? as it's so- perfect as someone may seem on the outside. They're dealing with the exact same thing that insecure people mm-hmm. are dealing with all the time. I mean, I think that she was very secure in herself and we were all sort of rooting for her. So I was pretty disappointed this time around because it's very easy to want to hold on to someone before they go on a trip. So, you know, you sort of do whatever you have to do for them to sort of remember you, you know, right. make, yeah. making the goodbye memorable. Don't forget and me. Callie 
you know, did the older sister thing and was kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? And I just, I wish that it would have gone a little bit further. And it's unfortunate that alcohol was involved because I do think that that also played a part into Mm -hmm. it. And it's just like, it just sucks. Like, I don't, I don't feel good about it. Steph, actually, we're on a group message and Steph text messaged all of us before we watched the show because she watched it yesterday. She was like, guys, there's this one part, though, that just, like, kills me. You'll know when you see it. And I was just like, ugh. Right, because it was it was it was so silly and it's so sad to see people go like that that's why people need to communicate that's why we have sex education to know that situations like that are going to come up and that guess Mm -hmm. what as much as you may want to in a moment just kind of figure out yourself or figure out whether it's a good idea or you know and what also makes me mad is that she was so vulnerable for him leaving for two weeks i wish they would have at least made the storyline that he was leaving for a month then it would have given her more reason and like i guess she's a kid i I was gonna say like it yes it's unfortunate and everything and obviously you hope for anybody that you know they lose their virginity or whatever or take those steps with the right person or whatever however you want to do it I'm not to judge anybody or what they decide but it just kind of is it doesn't make me mad like yeah it's unfortunate I think it's going to cause some drama I'm more so disappointed in Wyatt for doing it yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. because just am but um, but yeah but it, it just it just kind of is the thing that makes me more frustrated about the situation that we like saw in previews is that she gets concerned about potential pregnancy, which means she didn't use protection on her first time, mm-hmm. and that's more so what frustrates me about the situation. I don't, I don't really care who she lost it to, as long as she was aware that she lost it and was aware who she was losing right. it to. I don't really care, but be smart if you're going to do it. And she uh, seemed very guilty at the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, unhappy with her decision. Oh, God. But, like, looking at the other, like, examples of sex on the show before her, um, Jesus and Lexi had a pregnancy scare. Oh, Brandon right? and Danny, um, Callie and Liam, like, it's not, it's never n- been a good example. Right. Why is nobody having kind of... I'm not laughing. Well, like, th- that's what bothers uh, me is because... they <laughs> Just want to make that clear. No, but it, it, that's what bothers me because how many times did Stefan... You know, I mean, obviously she remembered. That's why she brought it. She knew to use protection. But it's like your mom's told you how many times over and over again. And I think the only reason why I bothered that it happened was because, look, she had such a great boyfriend. Yeah, she did. Who communicated so well with her. Did everything that he could to make her feel good about herself and to let her know that it's okay. Like, I want to be with you and, like, not in this situation. And more than that, I'm worried about Marion and Callie's relationship. Oh, yeah. Me too. I I know that it's probably going to come out because it's a show and it's a drama and it's going to, like, be interesting. But Mm -hmm. the best decision now is to never tell Callie. I I honestly believe that. I think that Callie will be disappointed in Mariana. She'll just she'll be disappointed. I think she's gonna be pissed at Wyatt. I think she's yeah. gonna go confront him, and she's just gonna be like, you know what? Don't talk to me to Mariana for a little bit. And I think it would last like three seasons if Mariana had this until I've, Callie like. But grew Callie up. is so mature, and especially with her sexual experiences and what happened to her, she knows when you get vulnerable. She knows when when someone gets like that. Yeah. She, I think she'll just be disappointed because it's Wyatt. Because she was already, she was like, did you have sex? She was okay with that, but it's just like, oh my god, you have Matt. What, what, where the where did yeah. Wyatt come into the picture? But then she would be like, why did you like do this to me? Or why weren't you thinking about me? Like I thought we were like sisters. Like I just think I could literally ruin I don't know that if, relationship. Like, that's Callie though, because she doesn't care. If maybe if it was not obvious, it's not gonna be Brandon. But if it was someone that she cared about the way she cared about Brandon, she'd be pissed about. But she Callie already had to let go Wyatt. Yeah, she let go. It's funny because every like most of the conversation that's happening right now on social media is is pretty funny. I brought this up last season, 
but they're like, why did Mariana freak out? Like, Matt's going to be gone for three weeks. That's it's not true. that long time. And it's true. Like, I get it. It's teen world. You know, things are different over there. Everything's a bit more dramatic because we're on television. But, like, girl. But also, if you think about it, it what ties high school relationships together? Seeing each other every day at school. That's yeah, true, right? But that's what's so sad to me about, like, young relationships is they think sex is the answer to their relationship. And, like, holding on to it and keeping them interested. It's so sad to me. I promise you guys, if you have an emotional com- connection with the person, they're going to be a dick, like, hooked on you for a lot longer yeah. than mm-hmm. any sex situation. <laughs> like, seriously. That's true. Yeah, but when you're not, like, seeing somebody every day, like, you need to, like, then make the plans to do that. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see where the Mariana, Matt, Wyatt, Kelly, like, love square goes. Mm. Yeah. Wariana? Are we shipping? No? Hell sorry. No. Sorry. sorry. Oh, my sorry. gosh. I'm, I'm, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see how she deals with well, it. And another unfortunate thing, which, granted, I love Mariana. Mari- Who cares? Mariana, Mariana. <laughs> struggle. But if it would not have gone down with Wyatt and Mariana the way that it did, I actually maybe would have gotten behind them, too. Like, maybe would have thought that would have been a cute thing. Well, they were connecting about their moms. Yeah. You know, like, oh, do you miss your mom? Like... And obviously, Mariana's had her own sort of motherly troubles. So I get that that was where the hook was. And uh, again, alcohol played a part in it, which sucks. Because there was a lot of empty beer that we saw in frame. She was doing too much. She gets ahead of herself because she was on that pedestal, because she was so mature and she was making these good decisions. Mm -hmm. I think that she just put herself in a position where she's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? And then she asked why, how do you get your hair to to fall like that? And we're wondering too. I was like, you're reading my mind, Mariana. No, but his answer to that was my favorite line in the whole show. It just grows out of my head like that. (laughs) What is that? You're lying. What product is it? (laughs) Yeah, Mario's gonna get a hard summer ahead of her live with, with Anna and the baby and then Wyatt and Kelly. I think it's so cool though to see Anna in this light as like a now recurring role in the show. Season one, she made I think us so uncomfortable mm-hmm. because she's like she was addicted to drugs still and she was never she never showed up with good news. Right. And now she's a recurring role and she's got this baby which they're taking in as their siblings and it's like such like, an amazing turnaround. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I really admire it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon is at Idlewild, the music Yay. camp. It seems like a day camp, so he will still be around the family still. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he lives there, there's a dorm, but like, well, no, he, he come actually, back. He didn't get in the dorm. <laughs> because dorm? he joined too late. So oh, he's actually commuting from home. Um, yes, he was complaining about traffic on the five. Oh, yeah, oh, that's five. so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the five. Oh my God, San Diego from, to Idlewild? Mm-hmm. That's like three hours, isn't it? Wait, I don't want to take a real... Yeah, it's a real yeah. place. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really pretty. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, good <laughs> line about, like, no one knows who played Mozart. You only remember Mozart. Oh, yeah. I love that. Super good yeah. line. I was like, okay. <laughs> Even though she pissed me off and I was so happy. He's like, I already know every kind of tantrum there is, so check yourself before you wreck yourself. Girl. Listen, I was so craving her because uh, Talia has been gone for a while, yeah. and we loved to hate Talia. And I needed, I needed the bad B. Yeah. And she's going to fill the void for me. As much as we love Caitlyn, Haley <laughs> was nasty. And she's gone. Poof. Dude, Kat's, Kat's the same way. Kat is like a shady Cersei Lannister. Well, Kat, Kat. Is, the only difference with Kat is that she has, clearly she has like talent and intelligence. So there's that. But No, she doesn't have <clears throat> pants. She yeah. has shorts for like three inches total. And uh, no offense. I hope that they color her hair a little bit differently. It's not the right blonde for her. I actually didn't mind it. 
Every, anyways, I feel like we should do like a special segment where we evaluate every character's hair and dress. Right? <laughs> yeah, I've said my piece on Anna's hair, and it still looks great. Right? I'm like, Kat, did you take Esmeralda from Ariana? Because that's what it looks like. Oh, it does look like that wig. Oh my god, Esmeralda. Dude, yeah, that was a wig's name. She's actually oh. the sweetest person in the world, though. I did like a show with her a while back, and Cat, which her real name is Cat, is actually the sweetest. Well, human we're not being saying that she will ever be. No, but it's funny to me. But it's she actually talked because it was when she had to dye her hair blonde, and she oh, was that's like, real? "I'm sorry." No, yeah, and she well, she had to do it for a film, and every time she showed up on set, they would say something about like her roots and be like, "You need to dye those roots," and she's like, "I dyed my hair blonde for you people." Yeah. Like, why back off? You fix it. No, but. I just thought that was funny you said that. I'm a blonde for you. I'm just kidding, girl. You're beautiful. Listen, she works that blonde hair. It was great. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was interesting, though, that um, Brandon was a composer. I was like, oh, well done. I loved that twist. Makes sense, though. It it makes perfect sense. All the songwriting built up. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah, I love, like, twists like that. We're like, oh, totally. (laughs) (laughs) We accept it. Yeah, good job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I'm excited to see what happens there. This was, like, a very much an episode of we're like re-entering where every character's been at since we last mm-hmm. saw them. Um, the last characters I guess we have to talk about are Dun Dun Dun, Steph and Lena. And Lena and Monty. I would say the love triangle, but I will not give it that much value. Right, I'm not going to give it that much value to Monty pissed me off because why did you just, I'm straight, I was married. So was half of America so that was, Steph. yeah, that's my point. So was Steph, she was married and right. like, that's what I'm saying, like all these other people that meant nothing, that was stupid for her to say, I get that it was a defense mechanism. But at the same time, she's still trying to be that, oh, no, I don't really care, but don't I look cute and just yeah. fun? I'm yeah. like, I know what you're doing, Stop Monty. making sexy eyes, Monty. Uh, and then poor Lena, sentimental Lena, is just overthinking everything. And now we see Stephanie in a vulnerable state, so I hope that she doesn't, Lena doesn't get tired of it. However, we saw a really good scene between them when they decided on Catalina, mm-hmm. with cute. the exception of the toilet dropping. Or I, another toilet, but I loved the who the heck sticks a spoon? What what did you think was going to happen, ladies? Jeez. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Okay, tell me this: Steph has not heard about Lena's kiss with Monty yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like that news has to break at some point this season. It, what do you guys feel about that? Does it have to right now though? While I mean, she's it's, like, it will eventually. Then. I think that it'll be best with time in between. Um, however, if for whatever reason Lena ends up going on that conference, if it happens afterwards, it's gonna be it's gonna blow up. If it happens before, she's not going on the conference. I just like love them so much as a couple. Mm-hmm. Like when they're laying in bed together, I'm like, oh, they're goals. Great. It's just I'm just I, I promise you, it's gonna be tough for Steph because Lena's the one who was all about the marriage, all about them, and then it happened to her. Mm-hmm. You know. And I can't remember if Lena kissed back, if it was just Monty, but still, it was a it kiss. It was pretty one-sided. It was, she needs to like, explain it right now and say, it was one-sided, she I does. promise. Yeah. But I, I don't want you to hear about it otherwise, so that's why I'm telling you. Right. Yeah. And it was nothing, so that's why I'm telling you. And or, it was, yeah. It was, if, if it was nothing, maybe that's why she wouldn't tell her? Yeah. Yeah. It was nothing, and I work with this person, and I want you to know that I'm continuing to work with her. So, yeah. unfortunately, you'll just have to deal. Right, but how unprofessional of Monty. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Monty just moves. I know. Especially to mess with someone. It's like, don't do that. She's clearly a lesbian. And if you're you're really saying you're not and you're not, then why would you do that? Why would you mess with someone's head like that? I hated her saying I'm not to. Like, just trying to make, like, that distinction. distinction. I know. I'm like, just stop. Save yourself. 
Yeah. Like, stop. Stop talking. Right. After all the drama of this episode, though, it was so, like, nice to have this, like, just, like, beautiful scene in bed with Lena and Steph talking yes. about, like, a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Just, like, their love is, like, so strong. Right? And not arguing about it or mm-hmm. saying, talking about the money, how yeah. Steph was just okay with it. It was, like, good because Lena needed that. We were talking about the poor examples of relationships all the kids are having. It's like, look at your mother's. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, guy, any more tweets or should we continue on? I think we're ready to move on. Two predictions, shall we? Please. And now, (laughs) please, please continue. What do you feel, Angelian? Um, so I'm really excited to see Kat and Brandon's relationship develop because I think this will be good for him. He seems up for the challenge. Yeah. I liked their little exchange that they had where he said, you know, he's the oldest and Mm -hmm. he's seen every tantrum and it reminds me, like, you know, Callie sort of, I guess, challenged him in a way, and I feel like maybe she'll be that person, and I'm excited for the amazing music that they make. I'm not so excited for them to be romantically linked, because I am more of a fan of Callie and Brandon, but we're going to have to just deal with it. Mm-hmm. I'm prepared. I yeah. have tissues. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Hannah? I, I agree with that. I, like, really am stoked to see them make music because it's such a different kind of music than he was making before with What's Her Butt. Lou. Lou. (laughs) So I'm, like, really stoked for that to be incorporated into the show and to hear a lot of that. Um, But, yeah, I don't want them to be romantically linked. Like, I think that they will be, which is okay, fine. Yeah. But I I don't really want him to be with anybody right now. Like, I'm fine with Callie hooking up with AJ, whatever. I'm fine with that. (laughs) But... I don't want Brandon to be with anybody. Like, I just want Brandon to focus on his music. It drives me crazy. I'm like, can't the boy just focus on his music? He's going through puberty. His yeah. hormones are raging. Yeah. I, Apparently, Mariana's are too. <clears throat> right? I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think that... I don't think that Kat and Brandon will have any romanticness going on. Um, I think she will help him with his music. I think that Lou and Brandon will have a little bit something more and then finally end it because they had a really nice conversation. So... Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't really see Cat and Brandon going far at all. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have predictions as much as I'm looking forward to seeing the other members of the supporting like series regulars come out, like mm-hmm. Quinn and Sophia, and what's oh, the yeah. wife's name? Jill. 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 Also. I'm- them. They're such like a nice part of the show. And then also Rosie and the Girls United will be back. They will. Oh, yeah. I remember. Um, yeah. I think they're gonna be back a little bit later, later. Which is good. I'm excited. That'll be like a nice way to wrap up things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just don't know of any other show that I've seen like and I haven't seen all of them, so <laughs> that has like such a massive supporting cast that keeps coming in and out. Right. Um and not on every show. Yeah. And it's like really cool to see them like go into that part of town for Girls United for like it's like a monopoly game. You like pass through Girls United for like three days and then go through like well, Jill and Sophia. It makes it real. We're not you're not gonna see all these people all the time, but it's yeah. just it, they play a part when it's needed when we need the break when we need distance. It's like they are say a real family. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean you know what's so great about all these people they're going to come visit our after show. Oh, we have so much to look forward to. I have so many people confirmed already. <gasps> Ooh. Clayton, Gavin. Ooh. Monty might stop by. Oh, Monty. Up in this place. Sharinda's coming back. I'm going to fight Monty. Yes. Yes. Monty, don't you look at Lena that I way know, again. Right? We'll see. Right, I have a lot. We have an exciting season coming up. Um, <laughs> so good to see everybody. Where can we find you until next time? You guys can all find me on Snapchat, on Twitter, and on 
the social media stuff at Stephanie Georgie and at, on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. And you all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff, on my Facebook page, Jillian Leff Official. And I also interviewed Ashley Argoda, who plays Lou, for her new show, Romeo and Juliet Loves oh. the Battlefield, playing now in L.A. at the Rockwell. Yeah. So be sure to check that out. I already did. They are so fun. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I'm Twitter, uh, JeffMasters1, and we will see you next week. Good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. Express herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.